Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Make everything so simple in a crazy world And I'm trying to find the words to say You make everything alright just by being around Boy, mm-hmm. you make me want to Forever on, on, on 
or should I say on Blog Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Crying Kofa, the Seed of Light. This is the second episode, or should I say the second broadcast for Crying Kofa, the Seed of Light. And I'd like to welcome everyone to the Kofa Network. Kofa is a network of Masonic believers. Kofa stands for Come Out From Among Her. It's speaking about coming out from a norm, a value, a cultural set. Come out from the ways of the system, the ways of um, the ways of the thinking of the system. And this is what's interesting. This is what's interesting. It's not just about coming out from the world, like I rebuke you, world, like. But it's 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 about how you operate, how you think, your thoughts, your your the way that you interact. That's what come out from the world means, come up from among her. So again, it's not coming out, setting up your own commune, setting up your own your own your your own way of life. Yes, there is something with that when you have your own your own veggie gardens or your own home. I'm referring to the way you think. Because if you look at if you look at history, the children of Israel, the sons of the most high, Daniel was definitely come up from among her. But yet he was right there in the thralls, or should I say the higher echelons of the government. But he was really Kofa. He didn't have bombs, bullets, and beans or whatever. He had his mind together, even when they threatened to throw him into the lion's den. The same thing with the three children, uh, the three Hebrew boys. They also had a Kofa mindset. Same thing with same thing with Joseph. Same thing with Jeremiah. Same thing with David and Jonathan. Their thoughts were come up from among her, and they were rulers. David was a ruler, but Saul was, did not have a Kofa mindset. It's about him, about his family line, taking care of my seed, not overruling, trying to usurp the father. So Kofa really is about a mindset. It's not about hiding away in a cave. Yes, that may be a factor. Yes, but the huge thing is, that you come up from among her. When our Messiah, when Yahushua was brought before Pontius Pilate, his whole mindset was Kofa. He could have easily went off and said, hey, I did nothing wrong to those guys. They came against me. You know how the Hebrews are. They're religious. Blah, blah, blah. No, he was quiet. He was told that he has to go be a sacrifice for the Father's children. He has to be a sacrifice for the Father's creation to redeem the Father's image back to him. The Father's brand, his image, his logo, whichever way you want to look at it. So Kofa is about the way you think, not listening to those your family members. Seriously, it's not. You can see, look, look through the scriptures. Do your due diligence. Cross-reference. Cross-reference. Kofa means not being... Um, disrespectful, but having a strong line. And people can't say, well, that's disrespectful. Well, no, it's not, because I think you're being disrespectful to me. But you don't have to have those dialogues. You can just have a strong lineup and Kofa in regards to how you think. And really what Kofa really is, another way of looking at it, is only hearing his voice, only hearing the Father's voice. Other people always think they're helping by calling or helping by sending letters or helping by sending packages or sending you long texts and saying, I got to talk to you, and it's not helping you. You're like, wait a minute. You get along with the Father. Don't come over here. Now, you may not agree with that. That's fine. You don't have to agree with it. 
The fact of the matter is that we are all encouraged, those who are not religious, those who, who really die daily, those who don't worship their wives, those who don't worship this world, those who don't worship themselves, we are called to worship the Most High, to love him with all our, with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, with everything we have. So it's not about making sure that you have all the stuff locked up. Yes, that's a factor. The main factor is, is that your mind, your thoughts, is on him, which means that even when someone says something, even when someone wants to put their hands on you, you are still walking according to how he called you to walk. Kofa is a network of Masonic believers who are called by Yahweh, which is the creator of the heavens and the earth. That's how the Hebrews would call them um, Yahweh. But in my American English accent, that's how I pronounce it, Yahweh. To warn the inhabitants of the earth of a great evil that has entered into this world. We hold that Yahweh has restored a remnant of the seed of Israel to finish the work that Yahweh, the creators of the heavens and the earth, first gave to our ancestors, the children of Israel, the true Hebrew Israelites. This network, the Kofa network, was first founded and, and was um, run by, led by Yahya Bandele. And Yahya Bandele was the creator and founder of the Kofa network, as well as the Hebrew, the so-called Negro, which was a documentary well-known on Amazon. So-called Negro, the Hebrew, Hebrew of the so-called Negro, the man of sin, and one after the ten. And it's a host of other documentaries that he has done as well as presentation and training. So this network was really founded upon what the father had him do in regards to Kofa. And he explained what come up from among her what was or is. And he demonstrated it with his life. He demonstrated with classes, with 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 or with classes virtual and and in person. He demonstrated with his love that he had by sharing his life, by giving his life, even giving out of his need, spending time, investing in people. The the talents and the and the personality, and the abilities that the creator gave him, the ayah. He used those, those, those talents and those tools. And that's what Kofa means, using the talents and the tools, using that personality, using the skill set the Father's giving you. And one thing about the sons of the Most High, about man, we tend to hear other voices, and other voices tend to talk all the time. They're going to do that. They, they've been put there by the Most High. So count it all joy when you hear thousands of voices telling you how you need to do something. Count it all joy. But you need to just follow through and do exactly as you're instructed, as the Father has instructed you. And if you are wrong, the Father will, he will discipline you. He loves those that he disciplines, chastises you. However, if you are stiff-necked, just like our ancestors were, and just like I know I was without his grace, you're stiff-necked, insecure. Um, I call it bitching and whining. The, the scriptures call it murmuring and gr- murmuring. If that's who they are, that's who you are, that's who I am, then the Father will take care of that. So Kofa really is a mindset. That's all it is. It's not a religious order. It's a network of people who want to encourage each other 
to live your life built on a, of being authentic, based on loving yourself, but loving your father, our Father with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Once again, we're to love our neighbor like we love ourselves. That's modeled by the Most High. So we're to love him with all our heart, our mind, our soul, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Love is the, under, under, the undercurrent, the foundation of, of this. And I'm not referring to penis and vaginas. I'm referring to love. Love can be stern. Love can be kind. Love can be a host of things. But when you look at the end result, you see that it brings the person or the groups of people to the knowledge of the Most High. Consistent truth, as Yahya would say, is love. Consistent truth. Not just truth when it hurts somebody, but consistent truths. Even truth about yourself. You see, what I'm sharing with you is, I believe, is light, is energy. It's something that will, that will go out to encourage those to seek out. And you think this is BS, and this is BS, it's too religious. Seek it out. Don't just listen. Or research the things that will be discussed. Because this message is not very popular in regards to the mainstream because this is a very disciplined mindset and how you think. So welcome everyone to Cry and Kofa, the Seed of Light. My name is Michael Peacemaker from Earth. Today is Sunday, the 3rd of June, 2018. I'm coming live from Strasbourg, France, and um, I'm really happy to be here. And again, as I said earlier, this is the second episode, the second broadcast of crying for the seed of light. And the seed of light is, um, just in a nutshell, we live in a world that's a seed-based ecosystem. The entire ecosystem we live in is based on a seed. And, and, and then everything around us or everything that's made up of that seed is light. So once again, we live in a seed-based ecosystem where everything from most things that we know, that I know of, that, that I read, that, that so-called science and, and the experts know, is based on a seed. The people who, the, the earth inhabitants, all from a seed. The foods that we eat, the foods that we don't eat are from seeds. The, 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 the animals that, that we tend or our pets or that we consume or that we use for, for our clothing, they're based off, off of a seed. Everything is based from a seed that's from this earth organic. For what I understand, for how I understand, for how I read. But very little attention is given to the seed. There's worship done on the egg, which is fine. But it's the life that comes from the seed that this, this whole ecosystem is based upon. And our Father has restored his sons to bring balance to that. So those of you sons that really don't get it, I don't fully understand it. I'm just, I'm just being a conduit sharing with you that there is something in me that's compelling me to speak about the seed, and not just the seed, but the seed of light, the seed of energy. And what exactly is that? What exactly is the seed of light? What exactly is the seed of energy? What does that mean? Well, I'll say this. Before there was a seed, there had to be someone who made that seed. Now, there are some that say that everything evolved. Now, I'm not referring to that So this message only goes to those that I believe that the Most High is called. Now, I don't know who everyone is. I can only tell by their fruit, which means I can only tell people by their behavior. 
Your behaviors are a reflection of your thoughts. So the fruit of your life, the way that you walk out your life, the way that you talk consistently, not just in sound bites or texts, your consistent life over multiple years. So this message goes out to the sons, the seed of man, and the seed of Neanderthals and, and Divisovans who are called from the Most High to live a life of authenticity, to look for truth. Now, when I think of the seed, as we're talking about the seed, a seed is a blueprint. A seed provides the actual ingredients and descriptions and the timing of everything that needs to happen. And once that seed comes to life, it releases those, those things according to the instructions. Whatever the adjective is, that, whatever that, that ingredient is, that description is in that seed. Now, here's the difference, though. As I make a reference, I look in the book of Genesis, the first chapter, when the creator, who I believe is Yahweh, who created everything, the master architect, we live in a highly advanced system, ecosystem, highly advanced environment, highly advanced, beyond anything that modern, modern um, humans, this culture can ever conceive. Highly advanced. They can probably try to describe it, but they can't create it. They can talk about what was the, what the elements of water, but they can't make water without killing something or blowing something up. Because water, the ingredients of water, is highly unstable. But we discussed all this during Open Forum, Crying Cope with the Brothers, over the last several years. So I'm not going to belabor the point. The fact of the matter is, is that a seed was made, and before there was a seed, when the Father said, let there be light. Where was he? See, he was already in his own environment. See, our father's not he his his presence is so large, he's just not here. And this what we call the fabric of reality, what this is. This reality that you see around us. He's outside this. Now I know some of you may say, What does it have to do with anything? It has a lot to do with it. I'm speaking to the sons. I really am. I'm speaking to the sons because this is no emotion. And I'm going to give references here. But when someone says, when someone's building a house, where do they come from? I mean, where do they get the tools from? How, how, how do they get the nails? How, how do they get the solar panels to build a house? How do they get the windows? Where did that come from? I'm going to build a house. Well, would you draw the lines? Would you, would you come to the blueprint? So when... When you see that we live in society, excuse me, we live in a culture, we live in a world, we live in a reality that's based on light, energy, that's all around us. The very essence of who I am, who you are, is energy made up of carbon-12, which is protons, electrons, neutrons. When we think of that, where did that come from? Let there be light is not about let there be a light bulb. No, that is spectrums of light that's endless what, we, what we're able to comprehend or, or can't comprehend and that spectrum of light was brought forth by voice activation that endless amount of energy let there be light is an endless amount of energy and when light came it formed something called multiple different dimensions now dimension is really, like time is a, a, a dimension when you have we measure light or we measure time by light. Once again, 
A dimension is a measurement of something. So when we think of let there be light, that's when time came to be, how, how, how I understand it, earth time, but time in general. Our father is outside of this fabric of time. He's in something called eternity. So when he said let there be light, there was a creation of multiple, singular and multiple portions of reality or dimensions. A dimension is something like length, width, and height. I've been told that time is also a dimension. Some people may say, no, gravity is a dimension. I don't know. What I'm getting to you, what I'm provoking you, what I'm encouraging you, my fellow brothers, those born again and redeemed, is that we live in a world that was brought forth by another world, by an all-knowing being who wasn't in this world, who created this world just for his image. And he created everything. And he's still creating. He doesn't stop creating. He's more busy than anyone. I've heard it said that Satan's busy. Satan's busy. The devil's busy. That is a North American Protestant culture. No one else says that. The father was so busy, he took off one day and called it a Sabbath. That's busy. That's busy. So I encourage those of you who have a, a religious mindset, you like hearing a lot of noises in the background. This is not for you. This message is for those who want to dig in because what's happening is that everything you know is normal or what you call as normal is changing overnight. It's totally changing. And reality is not really what reality really is. The world we live in is not normal. The way things are going is not normal. There's been a suspension, a delay of the wages that are due, that are owed to these nations and these people. DL, you did a great job talking about how things were suspended, so I don't want to take that. I hope, hope you know what I'm saying. So today's broadcast is entitled, Cry and Kofa, the Seed of Light, the Universe and Beyond is Flat. Once again, Cry and Kofa, the Seed of Light, the Universe and Beyond is Flat, and I'm calling it, or it's called Space Time. So I need for you to, to, to this broadcast, the Seed of Light, is not open forum. This is not open forum. People can call in. This is for the brethren, because we're here now where you will see a matching up of earth time with our Father's time, with space time, with eternity, whatever the language is. Because for the last 2,000 plus years, since the children of Israel have been on the chastisement, which is the Father's word, I am a reflection of the Father's word, the expressed image of the Father's word. So is my brother's. And if we say we are and if we don't love, may the Father strike us and take care of us. I'm saying this because we're going to see an alignment of the realities, of true realities. Not reality where crime pays, where rebellion pays, where there's a delay in the actual payment or the wages, where people can do whatever they want or act dumb. I didn't know you couldn't do that. Okay, do you. The Father's reality, his timing, and earth time will be locked together, just like when Adam was here. The same time is the same. Adam walked with the Most High. And I'm not referring to earth time. I'm referring to our Father's time. 
That's why we were giving 70 weeks, not based on the earth's time, but based on our Father's timing. We are his word. You know we're his word because we do as we're instructed. We love him. We love his word. We, we want to do his word, not act religious. We want to be honorable. We want to think of those things that are true and honest. We want to be authentic in who he is and have that expression through who he is come through us. So this is a seed of light. There's no milk here. There's no pray for me here. It is strictly, strictly, strictly getting the suns ready so when we see them coming in the clouds, we won't be freaking out. We will understand exactly what's going on. When the earth inhabitants' heart shall fail them, we're not going to be trying to pray for them. We're just going to walk. And for those who know their daddy to talk them lies, they'll come to us. See, we'll understand that, that we can't pray for people who don't want the father. They just don't want to feel their, they don't want to get their payment, their wages. Now, you may say, what does it mean the universe is flat? What does that mean the universe is flat? So I, I, I want to give, an, I want to give an, a scenario, um, uh, and, and this is just a book that I read years ago when I was in graduate school. The book is called The World is Flat. Again, it was, the book is called The World is Flat, written by Thomas L. Freeman. And what I loved about that book was uh, it, it talked about what made the world from being really large, like, like for example, I'm calling from, from Strasbourg, France. Most people have no idea where Strasbourg, France is. But since you've been broadcast, you probably went online, okay, I know where it is now. I don't exactly know, but I have an idea where Michael's calling from. Some people fly out here to make sure I'm not lying, that I am living where I'm living, and then they don't say anything later, but that's where I live. See, everything is now flat in the world compared to how it was, let's say, 100 years ago. 100 years ago, if you moved from New York City in North America and moved up to L.A., oh, my gosh, that was like, I hope, I, hope, hope, I, I don't know if we're going to stay in contact. We'll, 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 we'll write letters. I can call you on the phone, but that's really expensive. Different now. Everything is flat. I'm using a voice over IP technology system, which is using the Internet, the World Wide Web, to communicate my voice in real time with the minimum of latency. See, every Sunday for the last several years, while this window of opportunity is open, the brothers and I have been able to come onto this format, onto this channel, onto this tool to express our life and our love for our Father and just to share our lives. And that seemed real world. That, that made things flat. That made things more palatable. So in the book, The World is Flat, what I remember about the book, and I encourage you guys to just look it up, look at, you, you'll see, the book was written back, or excuse me, it was published in 2005, almost 20 years ago, 18 years ago to be exact. And what the author was saying in the book was that there were, there were multiple things that are making the world flat, that made it, what made the world not seem so, so large. And he, one of the things that I remember him saying, I'm going off memory, maybe I shouldn't, but he said, um, next day mail or next day packaging like Web, uh, FedEx or, or UPS or, or DHL. He also mentioned um, this is before social media. He also mentioned the World Wide Web, which that was just it was still still not like it is now. 
but he mentions some key technology things, things of technology, which is basically light, knowledge of light, as the knowledge of light and how to communicate and how to transport things increased, the world didn't seem as distant, so it made the world flat. Well, I say the world is flatter since 2005 because in 2005, that's when, if I remember correctly, going off memory here, this is when YouTube came into being, and YouTube was launched by entrepreneurs in 2005, if I remember this correctly. And then several years later, Google purchased them out, or Alphabet now, what it's called, but Google purchased them. So what I'm getting at is that the knowledge of light, the usage of light, the execution of this light-based knowledge will make something flat, where something that once seemed overwhelmingly big and small, or big and just overwhelming, it shrinks it on down. So once again, in 2005, if next day mayor, if next day mail, and and using the internet, not not social media made the world flat. It's even flatter now with all the social media, with all the different connectivity, how people connected. Because we are now transitioning to a digital economy where everything will be digitized on the web, which is instantaneously. So you may say, what does this have to do with your title? What does it do with your title? The universe and beyond is flat, space-time. See, because, see, brothers and sisters, we've been placed on this planet and left here as a prison sentence with the rebellious ones. See, there was a, there was a mutiny in the heavens, in space, in another dimension. And all those rebellious ones were cast down here, the image with the children of Israel. And many of the children of Israel are treacherous. And they've been beaten down by the ones we're in captivity to. However, there is a small remnant, a really small remnant, very small remnant, to prove who the Father is, who happened because of the grace of the Most High, his love for his word, been able to rise above that destruction that's upon the whole nation of Israel, the true children of Israel. It's upon all of them. Look, you can see. And the very few that comes out, as I see it in the book of Revelation, there's 144,000. They begin to speak because they have that the word in them and the Father's energy, the Father's spirit to speak. So when you're bound on this earth, all you know is the earth. When you're bound to New Jersey, because I'm originally from New Jersey, all you know is that part of New Jersey you're from. All you know is your block. Well, you might know where your grandmama lived, but as soon as you start talking about France, where's that at? Why do you live there? You start talking about Washington State. Where's Washington State? Or Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, Afghanistan. I heard about the war over there. You start talking about Mars. Mars? Why are you talking about Mars? That's stupid. See, when your mind is locked, you cannot see any further. This is why the Father uses his son. This is why I love Jeremiah, the 25th chapter. Because Jeremiah, the 25th chapter, demonstrates how flat time continuum is, or shall I say, space-time is. Space-time is flat, which means the, the knowledge, the usage of the Father's light-based technology makes everything flat. Explain this to me. And I have read this multiple times, Yaya and I have, but explain this to me. 
In Jeremiah, the 25th chapter, and I'm reading, I'm talking the 15th, the 15th verse, where the Father says, Jeremiah 25, 15, the Father says, For thus says the Most High of Israel, Take the wine cup of, of this fury at my hand, and cause all the nations to whom I send thee to drink it. And they shall drink and be moved, be mad, because of the sword that I will send among them. Then took I the cup out the hand of the Most High, this is Jeremiah, made all the nations to drink unto whom Yahweh has sent me. He went to Jerusalem first. The, the, he went to the government first, Yehuda, the princes, the government first, Yehuda. That's Jerusalem. That's the capital of Israel. And then he went to the Egyptians. He went to all the people in that land, surrounding area. Then he went to the Edomites. Then he went to the Moabites. He even went to the kings of Tyrus. He went to the kings of Arabia. He went all over. Now my, and, then, and then he went to the king of Babylon. Now, all the nations, not just nations in his timeline, not just nations. How did he do that? How did he do that? Here's another question. How, how did... How did Yahushua, when he was taken up in heavens in the gospel, it said that he was taken into the clouds? So my, my question is, he just started floating up in the ground? He defied gravity? You mean gravity couldn't hold them? Because, again, gravity has been given authority to hold mass together onto the earth. Now he's above gravity? Yahushua can defy gravity? Yahushua is the word, and so are his sons, his brothers. My future husband's the word. My brother, my Messiah is the word. And if he is set apart, I'm set apart. So if he's over the elements of the world, over time, if Jeremiah is able to move through the timeline, if John, the book of Revelation, is able to move through the timeline, so can I. If they can take control and power according to the Father's glory over the elements of this system, of the ecosystem, so can I. And the way that we discuss this is not by Shandala and having all these emotional outbursts and singing worship music. It's through crying out to the Most High, asking Him to humble us, to transform the way that we think, that, that we can be mindful of Him, we can keep our minds on Him. And then when we hear another voice speaking to us, like Adam heard another voice, we know how to sh shut that voice down and the love of the Father and still keep moving on with him. Space-time, brothers and sisters, that's what I'm talking about. There is, there's an alignment taking place as we speak, and this is to get you prepared. Every eye shall see him coming. It'll be a height of technology, the height of whatever we, we call technology. And I, I, I hate to call it technology. It said he's coming with the host of heaven. That means he's coming with these creatures that's under his control. In Hebrews 12.22, it talks about that. In Isaiah, the 25th chapter, 6 verse, it talks about that. The heaven's army why are, they, why are they coming here? For the word. And the timeline, the vastness of what we call the universe or space, is not 
a barrier for them. It's not. Because our Father is the creator of light. Of everything made of light. He's the he's creator of everything. And the word is from the Father. And the word is over the creation, which is light. Light and time are related. So if the word's in me, guess what? I'm over light and I'm over time. You should say the same thing, my brother. You should think the same way. Whatever things are true, that's truth. If you know that the Father, the Spirit, His energy lives in you, then you need to start operating that way. Stop worshiping things you shouldn't be worshiping. And this is still a conversation, then maybe that's not who you are. Maybe you're not the Father's Son. But that's only something that's between you and the Most High. In the book of Matthew, the 25th chapter, the 31st verse, it talks about how the Son of, the, of the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him. How can I get here? They're coming from another dimension. And the word which lives in me and my brothers on the panel. And if we should ever turn our back upon him, then obviously the Father will take care of us. But I don't see that happening. Because we'll barely make it in, according to what the scripture says. The righteous will barely make it in. And I believe that. My brothers and I will barely make it in. That's what the word says. But I want your mind to get to, to understand, is that look beyond your neighborhood. Look beyond your timeline. At this time, it's 7.37 p.m. It's 1,900 hours and 37 minutes. Central European Daylight Time. That, that means nothing to you. Or nothing to know anyone who's listening to, to this recording. Because time is based upon where you are. Can't you see how time is not really relevant for the Father's Word? It's relevant for those things that are not the Father's Word, because they only have so much time. But for those that are in the Father's Word, time is irrelevant. And I'll explain. If you allow the Father's seed, the instructions he's given you, to just to go with the flow, just move as the Father moves. Yahya always talked about this. When he dips, you dip. You just move with the, you go with the Father. Time is irrelevant. Because you are over time. Because the word's over time. The word from the Father. So the seed of light, the universe, and beyond is flat, space-time. And space-time is a concept of time and three-dimensional space regarded as fused in a four-dimensional continuum. And, and those that are um, taking the, the, the session, the, the, uh, the, the seed of life, because this is seed of, everything is seed of light, seed of light, L-I-G-H-T, seed of light. Time is considered a dimension. Time is a dimension. So when we're speaking about space-time, we're referring to that dimensional aspect of, of, of space-time. So I'll, I'll look this up right now. I'm looking at a blog that says, what is space-time really? What is space-time really? And the website is stephenwolfrom.com, and it's from the December 2nd, 2015. Now, I know I'm using this as a reference, but I want you, when you look at the scriptures, see, the Father doesn't explain everything and how he does something. You just see the sons of the Most High moving throughout time. Moving through different dimensions. That's what we do. When, when Ezekiel was told to dig into the wall, Ezekiel 8, about compartments, 
he was digging. A lot of brothers got upset over that Ezekiel way about that compartmentalization. Many brothers worship their wives, they worship their families, and they got upset. I'm like, look, if you worship your wife, be the best wife for it forever. But you will be held accountable. Not your wife, but you'll be held accountable. Wife worship means you listen to her over the Most High's word. That's what it means. And that's why Adam had in trouble. And look, I'm just doing what I'm told. So the father uses his sons to do the most incredible things in the eyes of the, those that are bound to the earth system. But I'm not bound to the earth system. My brothers and I are not bound to the earth system. So this is what they say about what is space-time really. So you re re make reference to that. So what is space-time really? And it goes on to say, 100 years ago today, Albert Einstein published his general theory of relativity, a brilliant, elegant theory that has, that has um, sur survived the century and provides the only successful way we have of describing space-time. Then it goes on to say, there are plenty of theoretical indications, though, that general relativity is in the end of story of space-time. In fact, much as I like general relativity as an abstract theory, I've come to suspect it maybe actually had led us a century-long detour in understanding the true nature of space-time. See, no one really understands space-time, but they call it a theory. So here it is, a simple ultimate theory, it says. And I'm reading this live as I'm coming to you. So it says the following, in, in the abstract, it's far from obvious that there should be a simple ultimate theory of our universe. Indeed, the history of physics so far might make us doubtful because it seems as if wherein we learn more, things just get more complicated, at least in terms of mathematical structures they involve. So the more they learn, the more complicated things get. They understand that the mathematical equations are highly complex. We, we talked about this in Jubilee Living. We spoke about this in open forum, how everything around us is based on math. Our father's language is mathematics, high, high levels of math. So when people say, or I would say when I was attending school, algebra means nothing. It, it does. It does. So what I'm encouraging everyone is, for those that want to understand more about space-time, read about it. There, there are other blogs here you can read that will simplify it. There are videos you can look at. But space-time um, is physics, the physical world as we, as we know it, according to science. They cannot explain Jeremiah the 25th chapter. I cannot explain Jeremiah the 25th chapter. I can't explain um, when John goes see the seven, the one after the ten, or the, the seven is the eight. I can't explain that. I don't really understand how Yahushua can define gravity just by going up into the clouds. So well, did he, was he beamed up into a spaceship, or did he go all the way to the Father? What does it mean that when I'm absent from the body, I'm present with the Most High? What does that mean? See, all those things make the universe flat, absent from the body, present with the Most High, referring to the children of Israel, his creation. But yet those who are from the fallen angels, those are from, those are from the, the, the beings who rebelled and they had children, they don't go before the Most High. They're bound here on earth. So they're still stuck on earth time. But all of a sudden, absent from the body, for those who are from the Most High, because it does say that we have a record in heaven in the book of John, I hope I provoked you, even if you found somewhat, even if you were somewhat confused, I hope that's the case, so then you can have the hunger. You can have the hunger to go and figure it out. Sit down with the brother. I'm referring to the sons. Because when the people's heart shall fail them, when they see what's coming in the sky, you can't pray for those people. 
they have to come and humble themselves. Because this height of technology will freak out anything, and your mind's got to be ready for this. Every Sunday, the brothers and I meet at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, where we discuss topics such as this. And we use science, current events, economic trends, scripture, news, whatever. We use all these from a Hebrew Israelite redeemed and born again perspective. And the goal, the objective, the purpose of us doing this is to shatter any paradigms that may be in someone's mind who's called from the Most High. This is not for the world. This is just for those who really have coped in their thought process and how they think that they're not bound to this earth suit, to your earth suit, bound to the Most High. The body has 11 systems, 11 physical systems. You're not bound to those 11 systems. You're bound to that 12th system that gives energy, that gives power to that, to that body. So I encourage those of you to join us every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And there is a WebEx training that's conducted. It's a paid training. It's $90 US a month. The, the training, um, or shall I say the, the, the sessions, is now changed. The name of the sessions are called the Seed of Light, which are really full of things in the Word that we cannot explain, and I cross-reference it with, with science or other things, so that we can look beyond what we can understand, because our Father will demand for his sons to move in integrity. And if you're still dealing with character issues, the Father can't use you. You still have struggle with things. He can't use you. I'm not saying that and that, and, and that, and that, and that there aren't areas in your life that the Father keeps you humble. I'm saying if you're still openly doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing, that limits who the Father can use. The Father has put a seed in his sons, in his children, and that's what this broadcast is all about. It's to prepare you for what the world will see soon, not the financial calamity. Those things, I'm not referring to that. I'm referring to seeing things that they have no idea, seeing things appear out of nowhere. And it's not about demons and goblins like Christianity a lot of people get emotional about. It's about who our Father is and about his technology. The universe and beyond is flat space-time. Okay, um, DL, thank you for holding. Dawi, thank you for holding. I'm going to open up both your mics. Welcome to Crying Copa, the Seed of Light, the second broadcast. Um, please, um, DL, you first. Dawi, just then Dawi, both, both mics. Just share as it takes as long as you want, just, just as the Father puts on your heart. Over to you, DL. Over to you, Dawi. I'm on mute, guys. Welcome. Uh, shalom, bro. Um, shalom, my brother Dawid and listening audience. Shalom, Sister Barb. Um, bro, I, you know, I was just enjoying the, um, you know, the description of how, um, you know, our father has set up um, this sliver uh, of light that we live in that we call reality, that we, you know, we, that we are in, that we interact with. Um, and then, like last week, you know, we pointed out that it's just a sliver. It's just a little bit. Um, and, you know, again, you know, I'm going to have to uh, point people to the book of Adam and Eve, the first um, book of Adam and Eve. If you read that and you, you know, you take in, 
what's being described um you know this this process of moving Adam out of what was called the garden, um, out of this reality where you know his eyes could see right up to the uh, you know to the throne. He could see all of those heavenly beings, and he could see the Father, and they were in communication. It was as you just described, bro. It was flat. Um, it wasn't hidden from him, and you know it, it goes through and talks about these changes he went through in his body, um, how his eyes changed, um, how he went from being more of a spiritual being to um, a terrestrial being that had to interact with all of these things on the earth, how he became subject to heat and cold, um, how these entities uh, could, could touch him. You know, from you know, coming from a state where he was essentially the Most High, where um, he was an image of the Most High down here, they couldn't touch him. And his reaction to it, I mean, all of those times that he died, um, you know, because of each you know change, uh, the description of how of how his organs came into being, so he so because he had to eat now instead of. Um, you know, instead of being a spirit being, um, he didn't have to eat food. So, bro, what that describes um, the uh, what's the word? Uh, wrinkling this unflattening of the reality uh, that we're in because of that fall. Uh, you know, we're on basically a temporary version of, of what our father created ultimately. Uh, for his image to live in, and that, you know, I describe it as a proving ground. I describe it as, um, you know, like in programming language, um, you know, you, you put you put a thing into a test mode or a test environment, and he's he's testing us. He's made this world seem uh, like it's not flat. He's made the world seem like this is the only reality that it is, and he's gone a step further. He's put a um, a tester here. He's put uh, an entity here, highly intelligent, uh, highly, um, you know, anointed. It was at one point anointed, and it is going to come at us in every way, shape, or form. It's gonna it's gonna try to get us to submit to what this flesh is calling for, whether that's binging on food, uh, whether that's being a sexual deviant, uh, whether that's being a murderer, any of that. Um, And and what he wants to evaluate is uh, in this little wrinkle, uh, will you commit to the wrinkle or will you you commit to the word? And the word is consistent. It's always here. Though um, holding to it uh, may not you know, it may not fit what you see. It may not fit, uh, you know, how you're living and all of those sorts of things, but he wants to see if we are going to hold to it anyway. So, bro, um, again, you know, the seed of light is essentially, um, you know, what you started here is an evaluation of what's working on the inside of us. Um, are you ready to hold to the truth in a world uh, that's becoming progressively more and more filled with uh, the lies being normal. I mean, look at your president. Look at, look, look at this president. They know that the man lies. They even count them. They, they say he's up to like 3,000 uh, lies that he's told, outright lies. 
but, you know, he's still honored as the president. He's still tolerated. Uh, he, they, they're still letting him make world decisions. That's where we are. And, I mean, you know, we know Obama lied, but, bruh, this dude, this, this ape, bruh, I mean, really, this dude, it, it, it's, it's unreal. You know, I mean, it's like, it's like one of those uh, slapstick shows where they take the cream pie and they just smash it in your face. And, see, the, the thing is not um, evaluating him. It's evaluating the people. What they will put up with, what they how how blind and sleep that they are, um, that they'll just you know they'll just sit back and take this from, you know from this from this person or this entity that is um, you know in the in the seat now. So, bro, yeah, we're really at a point where we really have to look at this seat. We really have to um, understand fully what's working on the inside of us, and then also understand the time um, that we're living in because the time is short and, um, you know, we're going to be called to account for our decisions down here um, in this little sliver, just a little sliver um, of the light that the Father put in place in the beginning of Genesis. So, so bro, um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the conversation. I'm looking forward to hearing from my brother, Dawid. I'm going to go ahead and go on mute. Hey, Brother D.L., uh, wonderfully said. And uh, shalom, Michael, Barbara, uh, listening audience. This whole uh, subject dealing with um, the seat of light and, and the universe and beyond is flat. Um, while this is key to me, this is key in how we live. If I live as though the current reality is all there is, I'll do the hedonistic, same things, hive mentality that the rest of the world has. But if I really live as the universe and beyond is flat, then this shell that I'm in can no longer be my limiting factor. Oh, it's don't get me wrong, it's, it, it's required for me to be in this current proving ground, as Gail pointed out. However, the true me, when, when things come that are unexplainable, and we actually see the universe and beyond is literally flat, there should not be a fear in me about what I'm seeing or what is happening because it's so out of the, out of the ordinary. Instead, if I'm living my life as though this um, time, space, environment is really flat, then I'll be able to continue to walk and do the things I'm told to do. Michael, you brought up some really good examples. I mean, how is it that Jeremiah actually went to all these nations and made them drink? Seats where the, the, the universe and beyond is, is flat. That's our father's energy. He wasn't, Jeremiah wasn't just um, 
only physically located here. He allowed the father's life, which tends to flatten things. And I, I love that explanation that, that you gave um, earlier um, when you used Genesis. Um, when our father said, uh, let there be light, when the word said, let there be light, uh, time began. Okay, but we, when I say we, inhabitants of the earth, have taken the Father's time and divided it, confused it, manipulated, mutilated it in ways that we can't even recognize when our Father's true time, space is according to how he views it. And so when that kind of, of space-time is, is jumbled up, and to your earlier point was article that time is a theory. Why? Because they don't know everything there is to know about it. Nor, in my opinion, nor can they know everything there is to know about it. And so my point is living in this proving ground called earth with the mentality, the walking out, the, the, um, and, and leaning on our father and the energy that he put in us allows the universe and beyond to be flat for us. And it won't, we, we won't be hallelujah. We won't have a hallelujah breakdown about something that is, you know, beyond what you can humanly do. We'll do it, and we'll walk it out in obedience and joy, yes, but we're going to do it because we know our Father's light. His light is in us, and we are in our brother, our Messiah, Yahshua. Just as he is in the Father, what he has, we have, and this whole space, time, and the universe and beyond being flat will be exactly, will be on our Father's time, and we'll see it exactly as, as he sees it. We'll walk through it accordingly because we won't be tied to uh, the, the flesh. The flesh will do what energy in us will do in the way he keeps time and and as soon as he introduced light okay things became flat Gil I like your point with the uh, book of Adam and Eve because initially yes Adam and our father were like one because he could see into heaven the things that were on the earth couldn't touch him and yet as when he fell all of those things changed dimensions that couldn't touch him before now could touch him see and that created this separation in the uh in, in making the universe and beyond flat it began if you will for lack of a better term to make things compartmentalized uh more and so the rest of the the fleshly life operated in a realm that 
was dismissed from being flat as it was in the beginning. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to, to you, Michael. This is a really good conversation, and wow, the amount of study that is just in this topic by itself would take an individual lifetime to <laughs> to get through. But, bro, back over to you. I, I'm on hold. I'm on mute. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Dawid, bro. DL. And the, the question that that may that they may come to mind is, um, well, the question. I'm sorry. The question that comes to my mind. I'm like, well, because we're from a, a society where you want to do everything on the cheap, where you want to buy the cheapest or get the best value. If you're like me, back in the day, I would I would be a subscriber to Consumer Reports. Consumer Reports provides all the different products that are available or services that are available within the market there in the U.S. And so if you wanted to buy a car or buy a computer or maybe a tax service or whatever service or product you want to buy, you could just go into Consumer Reports. You can then research it, and then they can tell you all the good, the bad, all the – and, and it's, it's great. And what I, love about, what I love about Consumer Reports is that at least when I would subscribe to them over 10 years ago, I haven't used them in 10 years because – they only do products in North America, not the world, which I didn't know that until I moved to France. I was so disappointed. I'm like, you don't do this in France? Just only in the U.S.? But it, it does make sense. So when I was looking at Consumer Reports and I was looking through all the different um, – when I was trying to figure out what to buy, what I liked about Consumer Reports is that they, at the time – I'm not sure if it changed or not – they did not have advertisements. So they didn't sell advertisements with the Consumer Report. It was all based on – Subscribers. So as a subscriber, I was a Consumer Report guy for multiple years. I mean, even when I was broke, 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 I love Consumer Reports. I love researching. I like looking things up. I like doing comparisons because, you know, doing comparisons and cross-referencing is something that's, that's part of the seat the Father put inside me. Always the research and the cross-reference. Don't just buy something because someone says it's good. Don't just buy any image, any brand. And so that's why I love the Consumer Reports. But when I look at what's going on right now and what the, what, who the father, my question is, well, father, how can I – I mean, why all this stuff is going on? Why, why did you create all this? What's going on? And see, our father doesn't need a consumer report to get the best value because he creates the best value. Uh, let me say this another way. See – as a young kid, I remember when, when my folks bought this car. It was called a Lincoln Forsyth. And my dad had a Cadillac before that. This was in the 70s. And the Cadillac didn't do well at all. And so I remember seeing the car in the garage, and they had to fix it and stuff. And it was just like, I just felt bad for my dad. I never, I don't know why I'm talk, talking about this, but this is what comes to me when I think of brands. And when I remember looking at the Cadillac brand, that image, that logo, I'm thinking, that doesn't mean anything. Then I was doing research on Cadillac, and I realized back in the 50s, Cadillac used to be stainless steel. And they had all the latest innovations back in the 50s and 60s post-war. I'm like, wow, Cadillac was really cool. I didn't know they were that advanced. Again, this is in the 70s. I'm reading stuff back in the 50s and the 60s. But then something happened in the, in the 70s. Then they just got all caca. The, the Cadillac just got caca. I'm thinking, well, why would he buy a car but see, what's happening, people look to the brand, which, which makes sense. People look at the brand. You look at the image. And so 
that brand did not stand up to the brand from 20 years ago. So in the 70s, Cadillac saw a nosedive in quality that I remember compared to what they experienced in the 60s and in the 50s. Cadillac was the best of the best of American luxury cars. I'm not saying that they're not there now, but what I'm saying that I asked the father, why all this stuff? And he goes, for my image. I'm doing all this for my image, for my brand. See, because even though Cadillac had that, that same image, that same emblem or brand or logo on the hood or on the trunk or the hood or the trunk of the car and had different models, it didn't stand up to the image. So it was just, like, it was just the outward appearance of it. It was just the outward appearance that made it a Cadillac. Now, I know Cadillac now, it, it, it doesn't have the image like it had back in the 50s. I wasn't born in the 50s, but I do read. And you can see that it was huge. Oldsmobile was huge. How can these – their goal was to make money by building the best car ever. How did they lose their way? Well, that's another – that's a case study. But the fact of the matter is our father is not about saving money, once again. He's not about looking up consumer reports. He's, a, he's in the business of creating. And when I look at brand images around me, I realize that no brand image me measures up to our father's brand image. So this is why you see stuff called time. This is why you hear me talking about, the brothers and I talking about, the universe is, be, is beyond, it's flat. Or, or get ready, because we're going to see things, and as the earth goes into war mode, as all the, the trade wars that are now been kicked off because of the President of the United States put in these trade wars against Europe, Canada, and China, they'll all come kubaya together. It'll be shandala. They'll all come together to fight against what's coming in the sky, because that's when they'll come together. But up until then, they'll fight each other like dogs. Our father has been busy creating his image, and his image is his son's. And he's used this dimension called light. He used earth time to bake his image. He's constantly creating. A cre Here's what the definition of a creator is. A creator is something or someone who brings something into being. The father said, when he said, let there be light, and right after that, he talked about, let's make man into our image. Now, why would he bring light? And then read down several verses later, you'll see, um, let's, make, let's make man into our image. Not mankind, not woman, man. He's doing all this, brothers and sisters, for his image, to show who his image is. This right here is what a brand is. This is what an image is. I'm reading Collins English Dictionary. Collins English Dictionary defines an image, a brand image, a logo, but we're talking about brand image. The redeemed sons of the Most High, born again and redeemed, are the Father's image or brand. And this is why, as an image, I'm telling you, the universe is flat. The Father technology trumps that. And that mystery of the universe is in my brothers and I. We are the mysteries of the universe because the word's in us. And I know it doesn't make sense. But it's a fact. It's true. Collins English, Collins English Dictionary defines image as the attributes of a brand or an image as perceived by potential and actual customers. Now, right now, the father is a creator. He's busy. He's more busy than anything I've ever seen. He's busy creating his brand. And you know when his brand is done because you'll see the synagogue of Satan and the Gentiles will come to the father's image. Will come to the father's brand. And then the women, 
seven to one, because the women then will come as well. And they'll realize they got to calm those thoughts, because those thoughts are way too much for some people, especially people who feel so, oh, I feel your thoughts, stop. You see, when, the, when it says those who claim they're children of Israel in the book of Revelation, in the book of Revelations, it says that they shall worship at your feet, they recognize who the Father's image is. When you hear in the book of Jeremiah where it talked about, I think it's Jeremiah 10, but anyway, where it talked about uh, uh, um, our fathers have taught us, they'll come to the children of Israel and and will say, our fathers have taught us lies and untruths. They're going to an image, a brand, because they recognize it. So so when I was a kid, seeing my dad, and I think it was my uncle or someone repairing, they were in the garage, the Cadillac engine was, or shall I say, the front of the car was pointed out towards the driveway, and I saw them standing in, in the engine doing something to the engine. At least that's what I remember as a 12-year-old kid or whatever age I was. And I just felt so bad. I'm thinking, I will never buy a car. I'm going to research everything. I research everything. I will never buy a BMW or Mercedes or a Lexus, especially a German car. All the see see the image. All the the taxi drivers in Germany says no, we don't drive. Mer- the last good Mercedes was back in they said the late eight, mid late eighties. I'm like what? He said when Mercedes went global, that's when it cost you more money to, to to repair it than it cost to run. But back in the day, they said like in the late eighties, nineties, the cars just ran. Mercedes ran. So that image, a Mercedes image or that Cadillac image. So and I'm thinking those brands don't add up. See, our father's not about saving money. He's about making integrity, about making something authentic. When these nations come to the children of Israel, they know we'll represent them. The women, their thoughts will be not thinking crazy. They'll be thinking about, wait a minute. I mean, let me be mindful. He can know what I'm thinking. Let me cry out to the Father right now. I'm saying this, brothers and sisters, because that's what we are here right now. We are here. We are here. Their heart shall fail them. What do you think we'll be doing? If you're wise, I don't think you'll be doing the, the moonwalk. I think you'll just say, oh, Father, let's do what you got to do. I, I know, I'm not going to do an electric slide. When I see the thing coming, I may smile. I say, oh, hallelujah. But I know the people will lose their minds. And I'm going to do what the Father says, like he told Noah. Hide yourself, Noah. So I'm going to hide myself like way Noah hid himself by building the largest ark ever. I'm going to hide myself according to what the seed's in me to do. So I'm, I'm, the reason why all this is happening, brothers and sisters, the seed of light, the, the seed of light is in the sons of the Most High. I want to read this. I want everyone to go to um, the Apocalypse of Abraham, the Apocalypse of Abraham, because I want you to see how time is how our Father creates. Time is our – he used these dimensions to create. Space-time is who our, our Father created this. See, they're trying to leave the planet, but they don't understand space-time. They don't know how to get – how to get from one end of the galaxy to another because everything's based on earth time, based on the earth suit. That's why die to your earth suit. If you love this world and you, you, you're in love with, I mean, you're bound by these rules. That means it's about if you're dead to this world, you're not bound by gravity. You're not bound by these rules. Your earth suit is, but not you. So, um, I, the Apocalypse of Abraham, and I'm looking at 29. The Apocalypse of Abraham, 29, and it's in the pseudepigrapher. 
and this cross-references to the book of Genesis and throughout the scriptures. But I'll read this. I'm reading the Apocalypse of Abraham 29. And it says the following. And I said, Eternal Mighty One, how long is an hour of the age? And he said, I decree to keep 12 periods of the the imperious age among the heathens and among your seed. And what you have seen will be until the end of time. Count it up, and you will be, and you will understand. Look down at the picture, and I looked and saw a man going out from the left and the heathen side. From the side of the heathens went out men and women and children, a great cl- a, a great cloud crowd, and they worshipped him. Now I'll stop there for a second. I I read this before. The brothers and I discussed this before. This is Abraham speaking with a being from, from the Most High, and the being is. It's informing Abraham about his seed and speaking about time and saying, here's a big portrait. So Abraham saw this huge picture, a portrait, huge portrait. And in my mind's eye, I see a huge portrait like bigger than anything. Um, and in it, he saw people, living people, not just a still photo. Of still, but, and so in my mind's eye, I see a big frame around this living portrait with people. Entities, people, and actually in there. And so Abraham saw people on the left and people on the right. And so this is what they're describing. And then he goes on, and so you can see that um, it, it, you see that there's 12 periods that were, that were decreed to the heathens and to the children of Israel. And 12 is considered a number of completion or structure. It goes on to say um, in, in Apocalypse of Abraham 29, I'm reading verse 5, I believe. And while I was still looking, those on the right side came out, and some insulted this man, and some struck him, and others worshipped him. And I saw that as they worshipped him, Azazel ran and worshipped, and kissing his face, he turned and stood before him, and, and I said, Eternal Mighty One, who is this man insulted and beaten by the heathens with Azazel's worship? And he answered and said, Here, Abraham, the man who you saw insulted and beaten and, and again worshipped is a liberation from the heathens for the people who will be born from you in the last days in this in this twelfth hour of impurity and the twelfth period of the age of my fulfillment. I will set up this man from your tribe, the one whom you have seen from my people, and I will I will imitate him. You consider him as one called by me, and and they are changed in their counsel. And those you saw coming out from the left side of the, of the picture and worshiping him, this means that many of the heathens will trust in him. And those of your seed you saw on the right side, some insulted him and some beating him and others worshiping him. But many of them shall be offended because of him. It is he who will test those of your seed who have worshipped him in the fulfillment of the twelfth hour and the, and the curtailing of the age of impurity. Before the age of judgment starts to grow, my judgment will come upon the heathens who have acted wickedly through the people of your seed who have been set apart for me. And I'll, I'll read just a little bit more. In those days, I will bring upon all earthly creatures ten plagues through evil and disease and the groaning of the bitterness of their souls. And so I'm reading this because our Father's creator, this was his plan. When he said, let there be light, this is already part of the plan. He knew how Adam would act. He knew how the children of Israel will act. This is why I'm saying the universe and beyond is flat. It's flat. Space-time is created by the Most High. Everything that's happening in your life, the Father knows. That's why 
Go with the flow. You don't have to understand everything, son. Just walk as the Father's called your seed. You know you hear from the Father. Ask the Father to calm those voices around you. Ask the Father that you can focus on his voice. You can see right here on how everything's planned out. It seems chaotic. As DL just mentioned, as he just mentioned, the, 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 um, the, the, the current president of the United States has um, lied over 3,000 times. I mean, that's just crazy. You type it in your search engine. See, we live in a land that's, that's treating the children of Israel wrong. But the way that we get through this is not by yelling at them and protesting. It's accepting what we have done, confess our faults, our faults and our father's faults. That's how he is molding us to be in his image. That's how he's creating his image. So his image will never get tarnished. It'll never be looking great in the 1920s, 30s, and 50s. Then by the 70s, look like caca. It won't look good until, I mean, it won't be like, or, or, or the Mercedes image where it was great for one time, but then now it's always in a shop. Because they, they, cause they're, these brands belong not to themselves. They belong to those who want well, love of money. And the more you can keep a car that breaks down, the more you can get more money from people. See, the Father's image that he's creating, he created time for all this. He's not trying to save money. He's making a valuable image that will stand the test of time and eternity. So when you see crying Kofa, we're crying Kofa, come up from among the system. We are the seed of light with life in us. And the universe and beyond is flat. It's not endless or is not grand. Our Father is grand. And that's who we are, the image. And that's who he's creating in us, my brothers and I. That's why I say I'm Mike from Earth, because I represent the most high on this planet for this moment. My brothers and I represent our Father for this moment. He's creating in us an image that will never tarnish. It will never see the, the sign of, um, of um, entropy like these brands on this planet has. These brands, these images on this planet have massive in- – they, they're good one decade or a couple years, and then they're horrible. Or, we like the, or maybe like the Hyundai image. Hyundai came out in 1994, I think, in the U.S. Horrible image. Now they got a great image. You see what I mean? Our, our father's image will always stand the test of time. Always. And even when the whole children of Israel turned their back on the Most High, he always reserves a few people. Because that's who he is. Because of his grace and his mercy and his love for his word. So once again, brothers and sisters, we have to get this in us. And brothers, I'm saying this really, really, really loud. I'm, I'm just saying this. Um, the seed of life, this seed of life, I'll say this again. The seed of light, which is life, is to provoke you to break how you think. Because the light came from the Most High. And where, when I'm saying the seed of light, really what I'm saying is our Father, the true light. And we, the sons, are his word. Light comes or has come from the, from the word, and the word comes from our Father. The Father and his word exist 
outside of this creation. He had planned this all along. He knew how we would act. This is why I was reading the Apocalypse of Abraham. It'll get horrible, brothers and sisters, but only horrible in the flesh. By that I mean the 11, system, the 11 systems will be upset. But that 12th system in you, you'll know you're fine. You just keep walking. My brothers, walk. The Father is constantly creating his image in you. Through your long suffering, through your patience, through your love. Through how you react to him. You hear his voice, not other voices. The Father and his word exist outside of this creation. Outside of his creation. The creation does not rule over our Father and his word. The Father rules over his creation, which I'm calling light. I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Um, Dawi, DL, and, um, Dawi first, and, and DL, j- just your thoughts as, as the Father leads. I'm, I'm on mute. Dawi, if you're on mute, I hear you, but not in my earth ears. Oh, wait. Oh, my bad. I muted everyone. How did I do that? Okay. Over to you, Dawi. My apologies. And DL, my apologies. No, that's okay, bro. Um, yeah. I mean, you've hit on a number of uh, subjects that, you know, when we when we talk about the uh, seed of light, and it's really um, what our Father created. And the more I read and study about his light, um, the more clear and plain it becomes that my life in this uh, reality is can only be devoted to him. In other words, I can only move and do what he says move and do. Um, everything else is, you know, from a from a different voice. So my the the thing that I wanted to just is an energy in the earth that will allow people to just follow that energy. And that energy right now controls the world. And people will continue to follow that energy. And there's comfort because there's a lot of people following that energy. However, our Father's light has a different frequency to it. And that flash away and do what you're told. And typically you don't want to do that. You want to comfort the flesh. I'm guilty of that for most of my life. So I'm not talking about something I... I you know, have an experience that's been my experience to follow what the world, you know, uh, that, that energy that, that was leading the world. And I said and did those things that following the wrong voice, following the wrong energy. And as my father drew me to hear his voice and to experience his energy, and to operate in his light, things became things began to change a lot. And Michael, to your earlier discussion, the way I 
think today is not the same way I thought 20 years ago. Um, the way I live today is not the way I thought I would live 20 years ago. And the, the energy that I was following back then versus the energy that I follow now are different. And for those that are, are struggling with that, it's as Michael said, it's a, it's a true crying out to the Father. I don't know. There's a frequency in the universe. Um, I believe that that frequency, it's a, it's a universal frequency of something like 7.23 uh, megahertz or whatever it is. It's this frequency that, that's, in the, that's in the universe. It's everywhere. It's out in space. It's, it's everywhere. And, and it is a, a standard that, that is there. Our Father put his laws in place. Many of them are immutable. They're, they're, they're not changeable. They're not changeable by anything that we can do. He can change anything he wants. But it's by listening to our Father's frequency. When he spoke, that there's a frequency there. It's, a, it's an energy. It's a vibration. And that's what he's developing in me to stay attuned to, listening to that, to that, that wavelength um, and knowing his wavelength from the rest of the energy wavelengths that are, are out there so that whatever happens in the past or whatever comes in the future, um, I'll know it by its frequency. I'll know it by the light. I'll know it by the energy. I remember when I first heard this truth, there was a resonance inside me that knew that this truth about who I am, Father is, who our, who, who our Messiah is, there, there, was, there was a truth that I understood that resonated within me, and I made it a mission to continue to dig and to find, find out more about it. It, it, was a, it was a signature resonating frequency that agreed with the frequency that he put in me. And now it became a driver for me to understand more about what this frequency is that is resonating within me so that I can follow that. And as, as I have, yes, I've made mistakes along the way. Um, and yes, I still had things, stuff, entities, whatever you want to call it in me that, that had to flee as I pursued the true frequency of our Father, his light. And it's his seed. And that's where life, L-I-F-E, begins. It begins with the, with the seed. And as much as I've read in various science, periodicals, books, whatever, they're still focused on, on the egg. 
but it's actually the seed. And, bro, that's why this broadcast won't resonate with everyone because it, they're, they're egg-focused. The world is egg-focused. And when we're talking about the seed of light and how flat the uh, universe and beyond is because of light, which is space, time, um, which makes all things flat. We do things on a daily basis that would take weeks or months to do. So even if if you have a problem with a product, and you call an 800 number, that 800 number typically isn't going to be in the U.S., although, yeah, there's a lot of call centers in the U.S. You're going to be in some other part of the world talking with someone practically real-time, another uh, uh, in another time of day other than your own in order to get whatever the issue is with the product or service that, that, that you're having resolved. And so that makes everything flat. Um, how the world does business today by manipulating the light energy makes things flat. And so, bro, that's all I to hear what DL has to say. Uh, with that, I'm on mute. Well, beautifully said, bro. And, um, you know, I love how uh, you broke out, you know, the light, the description of the light that resided here in this ministry. Um, I know for me, uh, one of the things that drew me um, to the light that was in our brother Yaya in the beginning was the fact that, you know, I could feel myself changing from being, you know, in the midst of that light. Um, there were scriptures that I know I've read, you know, five, six, seven, you know, just read them over and over and over again. Uh, just, just read them, you know, but didn't have any understanding of them. There was a light that was inside of our, our brother that would make you, um, you know, see those scriptures in ways that you couldn't see them before um, being touched by that light that was on the inside of them. So it was it, it was a frequency. It was a download from our father, a talent, so to speak, um, that was in him that drew uh, drew those people. Uh, Brother Mike's got the same light, but in a different flavor. Um, now you, in order to to, to continue to be changed by that light, you got to get up and do something. You know, you got to have something in on it. It's not just um, there uh, to be had. You have to study and, and seek to find these things. Because, bro, the, the earth, what, what's been described here is this deception that the earth goes through, that these things down here that are under um, Satan, that they go through. Kellogg's cornflakes. That was the uh, that was the mothership, the signature of a cornflake. But other entities bought that brand name and they changed all the corn. It's all GMO corn now, right? It's all you know. It's been modified, and this happens over and over and over again. Nestle products. 
Those used to be signature products back in the 50s. The whole world wanted them. But now other entities have moved in, and they're putting in all types of, uh, you know, uh, stem cell flavoring, all these things that um, you wouldn't imagine. But that brand name, that, um, that, that image, um, it still carries weight, is worth them buying out a company for billions of dollars, knowing that people are going to flock to it. And then they take the product underneath it and they make it as cheap as possible. So, you know, that's that. I think that's one of the main things that's really important about this discussion that we're having about the seed, about what our father's doing. Um, having planted plants, you know, you really, uh, our brother Mike described it earlier as a blueprint being inside the seed, but it, there's something more that there's there, that's there also. When that plant, when that seed hits the dirt, when it when it is in a in a situation where you know like like a, a sperm hitting an egg, the situation where the materials are made available um, to it to do what it's doing to do uh, was written in the blueprint. There's a force there. There's a power. There's an energy there that causes everything to go. It it, it doesn't. It, it causes everything uh, to let it be done. And see, that's the word. That's the word. That's in the. It, it, it's a blueprint, and it is act, the actual force that it takes for that seed to sprout roots and to, you know, to to go up above the ground and become a plant. I mean, really, when you plant a seed, you see that they have these odd sort of leaves that first, when, when it first comes out of the ground, they don't look like the normal leaves. They call uh, the second set of leaves that it gets the true leaves. That's because that first set of uh, leaves that pops out, that's not, a, that's not a part of the plant. That's a part of the seed. <laughs> it, <laughs> it holds um, the nutrients necessary for the plant to be above ground and then sprout its actual true It is deep. That's all I can really say. It's, it's beyond, and I mean, and we're talking about these little seeds that you can buy a whole bunch of them for, for a little bit of money. The Father's made them so plentiful that if we look at it and based upon how the world regards them, they're, they're at war with these seeds, how the world regards them, we would pass by uh, the fact that there's not just a blueprint. And the, the word is in there. There's a strength and energy in there. That's why if anyone has ever eaten microgreens, you know, there was one time that we, we, we were moving one of these houses uh, that we were in and out of. Uh, we went to a house that we were clearing out and messed up and didn't eat lunch. We had a bunch of microgreens in the house. We ate the microgreens, and I mean literally, you could feel the energy, um, you know, going into your body because of the fact that it's still, it's still technically the seed. There's a, there's a power in seeds. Um, and, bruh, you know, this subject matter that you brought uh, to us today, uh, we have to begin to look at um, what seed are we working on? You know, what energy are we feeding on? Because what's going to happen and what is happening before us right now is the earth 
the world, the, the, these kingdoms that are in the, in the earth, they're going back to their true nature. These people that are uh, shooting people in the streets and these people that are killing their babies and, and you know, uh, having sex with animals and just all this craziness that we see, they're reverting back to what they were. So all of this idea that people are sane, that we live in this um, advanced world where people are, um, you know, they've transcended all of the barbaric things that their uh, ancestors did. All that's going away. They're going back to their true light. And the father allowed that so that he could continue to refine us and to see what light we're under. Are you going to fall in with these people? Um, are you going to give in because, uh, you know, vagina is flying around like, like Frisbees over your head? Are you going to fall in with that? Uh, you know, the fact that, you know, white folks can uh, murder folks and get house probation, you're going to fall in with that. See, it, it's a test, and the world is going to continue to degrade itself back to that barbaric state, and every sin imaginable is going to be available. And the question that we have that we need to evaluate within ourselves is, which do you want? Do you want the word or do you want all of these new freedoms uh, that the world is presenting? Are you, you, you free to lie now. Uh, I mean, nobody holds the, even the president accountable for lying. So are you in your um, you know, are you like a hog in slop? Do you, are you in love with what you can do now? You can just deny slavery. You know, that never even happened. Knowing that it did happen, but, you know, you're going to get backing now. There, there's nobody that's going to stand up and say anything to you. You can get away with it. Is that who you are? And that's what we have to evaluate when we look at whether we're dealing with um, a seed of light or a seed of darkness. So, bro, um, again, you know, um, you know, it's an opportunity to look at ourselves. And, um, you know, again, you know, I just thank our Father. I hope that was, you know, that you felt the genuineness in that. I thank our Father um, that mm -hmm. I'm here and, you know, he is continuing to work with us. So I'm on mm -hmm. mute. No, no, the the, the L. I I like that bit. I was just uh, the the power in the seed. So you're. Oh, I love that when you're saying. So re regardless of the material that's around that seed, it will do what it's supposed to do. It's, please just say a little bit. Say the same thing you said or more as the father leads. But I love that. It's the blueprint, but it's the power of it. Can you talk more about that, please? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a oak tree. Um, in in a little bitty oak tree seed, that's the blueprint is there. But see, there has to be a force within that seed that says grow, that says uh, you know push that, you know make let it be essentially. You know the blueprint is there. Um, it 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 is a um, not a photocopy, but uh, another version of what it was before. But when it hits that dirt. There's a force that makes the roots come out. There's a force that makes it come up above the, to seek light, essentially. It, it's, it, it's digging to get up above the ground so it can get to the, get to the light so that they can put its first, its first set of leaves off, which aren't really leaves. <laughs> yeah, that, that tripped me out too. Uh, but it's nutrients. It's the nutrients that 
is going to need in order to begin to build that actual tree that the blueprint called for in the seed. So, bro, it is two different things. It's not just that outline of things, but it's the force. It's the word. It's that. It's that. That. That dunamis. That. That. You know, and it, when it hits its intended place, it really that that's a whole study within itself. How much power it takes for that seed to sprout because it's died. It has to come back to life as something different, and to go and push itself up above the ground. See, people don't understand what they get when they eat these microgreens. You, you're eating a part of the seed. That's why um, you get this boost, this energy from eating them because, you know, you're eating that seed energy. So, bro, yeah, there's, there's so much here. It, it's, it, it would make your head spin. But, um, you know, again, it, it's an opportunity for us to examine um, – you know, what it is we're really doing here. So, bro, I hope I got that. Um, I'm going to go on here and go back on mute. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, you you hit it really well. And I'm, I'm just, it's beyond anything. It's it's almost like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to minimize what our father's creation is. It, it's almost like the blueprint with the crew, with the project manager and um, all the crew to – build the structure and so it it does it regardless it's not paid it just does it it, it doesn't it just does it and I, I that to me that is amazing because there is we are compelled as the seed of israel the redeemed we're compelled there's an energy that's moving us and i don't want anything to get in its way if i see something in the way i cut it off i'll, I'll come against it because i need to keep uh, something is compelling me to go that way bruh and so I, I could sense it in you when you and I were hanging out, that, that same thing, even though our bodies cannot keep up, our earth suits may be whatever age they are, and our Father has given us what, what we need to make it happen. But that's what the world or those who don't hear from the Father directly, it seems bizarre, but that's, I resonate with that. I, I, that is wonderful to hear that. It's beyond the blueprint because – the image the Father is making, it's timeless. It's timeless. And he's using every and any – he will ransom anything for Israel. He'll ransom nations for Israel. He says it because it's his image. It's his word. He'll do anything for his word. That's why here at the network we always say hide the word in your heart. And D.L. just talked about it. It's that power. It's that Mm. It's that thing that just moves. See, if you hide the word in your heart, you will be compelled to do the word. You'll do the word. You'll love in season, out of season. And love is the love is the way our Father loves. See, some people say giving 70 weeks to the children of Israel over over 2,000 plus earth years is mean. I think it's I think it's wonderful. Some people say, well, the Old Testament God is horrible. I don't like that Old Testament God. I like the New Testament God. I've heard that multiple times in churches. Again, I've heard. The Old Testament God is horrible. You know, if you if you if you steal, you get your hand cut off, and blah blah blah, all these different things. But the New Testament God, He's a better God. See, and that is what I've heard, but I realize that no, no, our Father is a loving. So just because someone may say, "Well, you ain't loving," because you put them on loving, look, 
I'm like my father. My brothers were like our father. And there's that we are compelled to do the things the father has instructed us to do. So I would encourage those to get out the way. You don't need to help. Don't help. Let's, if the father moves you to help, then that's fine. But you don't need to do just, – just get out the way because we're here. And that brand image the father's been building on, that brand, that image, he said, he's still doing it. That, that's his role to create. Now, I see that Dawid has dropped off, and so I don't know if Dawid, you press one. I don't know if you – yeah, there you are. You're at the bottom. Dawid, are you able to press one? There you are. Okay. Dawid, um, I, I don't know if you heard DL or not, and, and I know you spoke already, but um, did, you hear Dawid, did you hear DL's bit about the seed has the blueprint, but it also has that it's compelled – I know sometimes people call it calling, but they ruin the word calling. So I call it, it's compelled to finish what it has to do at all costs. Did you hear that part that Dale was talking about, about the seed? Yes, I, I heard it. I've had uh, phone trouble on my end. It keeps dropping off. Um, but, yes, I, I did hear most of that. And um, that is, deal. that's an exciting um, understanding about, uh, plant life and what our father puts on the inside of the seed. Um, man, when you said, look, it's, yeah, there's a blueprint there, but it's more than that. Mm. There's this power in the seed that um, once it hits the place it's supposed to be, time, temperature, moisture, the power on the inside is what pushes soil aside, creates you know, the, the root system pushes up through the, 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 the earth, and it is instructed to do what it's designed to do, but clearly it has the power that's in the seed to make that happen. And so um, I learned something uh, from you uh, with, the, with the plant. I always wondered about those first tiny what looked like leaves, and what I understood you to say was, well, that's still basically part of the root system. It's, it's still storing energy that the plant needs in order to produce the, what they call the secondary leaves. And if I've me- messed that up, please correct me. But that's, my, my point is, as Michael has talked about, we're compelled to do what our father has put instructions on the inside of us to do. And while it looks like a tender young plant at the moment, it will continue to push toward maturity and bear the fruit he intends it to bear. And it will be, it will be because of that power on the inside of the seed and we have what our father has given us through our brother and we have the word it's the word on the inside that allows us not only to take the to to have a blueprint that actually reproduces image is all about but there's the power behind it to make it happen. And so, Michael, when you're talking about that 12th system, see, that, that, that's that power that 
allows the other 11 systems to, to, uh, to operate. And inside that is the instruction that we continue to push toward because we've been blueprinted. Our father has placed the, 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 the seed, his word inside of us, and we have continued to follow that, that set of instructions. But it's not Dawid under his own energy that makes it happen. No, it's an energy and a power beyond anything that, that, that I might think I have. It's actually his power, his energy that makes those things happen. So, um, DL, yeah, I could listen all day to that because it's packed with understanding about light, energy, um, the seed of life, um, and, and how that germinates ultimately bearing fruit and so uh bro i I may may have missed some portions of it but what i did catch um really um excited my mind to to think about all the things that he has done with writing instructions on our heart and then puts the power there to make those instructions uh become actually operable uh, in our life. So, Michael, back to you, bro. <laughs> yeah, dunamis. <laughs> I, Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forward out. D- thank you. Thank you, brother DL. Dawi, thank you. Uh, DL sent me the the link for dunamis, that, that, uh, that power, you know, that, that makes the blueprint come to life. It's just beyond anything. The words, the, the spoken, the action. That's why people irritate me when they just text me. I gotta tell you what I'm gonna do. Don't tell me what you're gonna do. Just do it. Do the do most. Just talk what you're gonna do. It's not. Mm-mm. That's that's not the. Mm-mm. No, don't do that. Don't text me what you're gonna do. Just do it, and then you will know them by their behavior. So I sent you guys on WhatsApp, those on WhatsApp, a link that DL sent to me on Dumas. So you, you'll have that. So as a reference. So. If you're listening, you'll know what it means. You want to text me, what is this for? You know, so you'll know. Because so, when I stand before the Father, look, there can be no excuse. Well, I didn't, we never talked about space-time. I mean, I heard about it on Sci-Fi Channel, or I think I read about it, but someone's on but I don't know. Look, the energy inside my brothers and I is, t- is telling the image, telling the other sons, those who claim that you love the Father, you better get it together. Because space-time which is the time that's not here on this planet, the time that our father has. As Yahya said, he said, the father doesn't use TikTok at the clock. I'm just using a different vocabulary. Same thing. So you got to get the translation together in your mind. You just can't always think one way. Ask the father to give you that insight. Daniel, forget you. Daniel just said, what is this for? Maybe he's working. I don't know. So anyway, um, so please, in your mind, Understand that you cannot be limited to this system, and that this is why we're saying Kriyakopa, the seed of light, the universe and beyond is flat. Don't be earthbound. Don't just be in love with your life here. And if you are, that's fine. Be the best lover of your life. I'm speaking to my brothers because the synchronicity of 
Our Father's time and earth time is here. It's already here. And as DL was speaking about how the people, their true nature is here. Oh, yeah, DL's right. It's here. The true nature of people are here. And what's crazy about it, having the light of knowledge, this knowledge, as knowledge increases, their true nature comes out because their arrogance comes out. You see, when you don't have that so-called education, there's some type of humility with you sometimes. But in these last 50, 60 years since World War II, education has gone to the roof. And like it says, more people have access to, to education or, or, or propaganda, whichever way, whichever way you want to look at it. What I'm saying is that they're always studying but never coming knowledge of the truth. And I'm encouraging those that are my brothers. Claim you love the Father. The alignment of the Father's timing is here. The nature of the true people are already here already, around the, clan, around the planet, who they really are. So now the image he put in you, the image that he's creating in us, he's given us that dumas. The blueprint is written to us, that seed of light, to give us that life among the dead. Activate, do, love, react. Don't listen to that other voices. We listen to his voice. Okay, brothers, I think that's it. Unless um, let's do closing comments, and you you guys can comment on this. On but let's do closing comments. So Dawi, closing comments, and then DL, and then just go as far the leads. Uh, again, this is not open forum. Mm-mm. This is for this is for us to speak to the brethren. This is not a time when you come and you debate. That day is done. Open forum is finny. So I got to talk. Well, if the fathers, if, if the brothers and I say, hey, I think the fathers should have open. Okay, we open up. But I'm not open up the lines because this is important. You guys need to get this. You cannot be locked in your time zones. If you are Central European Standard Time, come out of it, brothers. Understand there's other time zones and that our Father's time is his time. And you should be hearing him. When he speaks to you, you move. You don't listen to those other voices. Ask the Father to sabotage. So I'll, I'll say Father sabotage. Okay, rolls over to you. I'm on mute. Yeah, this whole discussion that we have, uh, that we're having today on on our brothers, those that really do hear his voice and are obedient to his words, um, this whole topic really has to do with, um, it, it, it always boils down to the, the, the seed of light. And what's important about that is that what is in the seed is, in my opinion, indescribable power to reproduce what the blueprint says that that seed is all about. And when our when our father um, when when he said, "Let there be light," and and there was light. See, there's a dynamic behind that that is beyond just some words that were spoken and it came into being. There was, there was that energy behind it. It's like that dynamite. It's, when you look at dynamite, you'll see that that stick of dynamite is relatively harmless. It just looks like a stick, but if you 
if that dynamite interacts with a spark or fire um, or compression that creates heat, that thing will explode and it's not containable in terms of wherever it's placed. It will, you know, that energy will will explode out of it. And, and so um, when our father spoke, let there be light, there was more to it than just what the, the topical viewpoint of light would be. There was, there was a power behind it, um, an indescribable power that uh, was now manifest that wasn't there before. And, and, and now uh, when he's working with his sons, his people see that there's an energy, there's a power behind those who are focused on hearing his energy hearing his voice, doing what they're told, uh, even when it looks ridiculous to the outside or it looks like nothing is happening, but on the inside, uh, there are things that are, are, are going on that um, is, is because of the energy that's on the inside. And, and so there are numerous scriptures um, in hidden books, as well as the 66 collection, typically called the Bible, that talk about light. And when you read that in terms of what we have discussed over these last several years um, concerning light, energy, uh, frequency, uh, you know, the different uh, wavelengths, um, all of those things are, are, are present when you talk about or when you see uh, light uh, as it's re- referenced in the word. Now that word, whenever I see light, there's a whole science behind it that really causes me to wait and, and meditate on it. What is it really saying? And, and what's really behind it? What's included in it? Um, how did it get to be where it is based on the context in which it's being said? And so all of those things become meditative. Those are things you study. Those are things that if you don't understand, you, you, you ask the Father. And I don't know how many references to light there is in, in the scripture. I imagine there's you know, hundreds um, of of uh, places where light comes up just in the 66 books, let alone all the other books that um, support one another in the truth of what's being talked about. So I would encourage the listening audience as I close out here um, to, if, if you're not the father's, Son, listen on those things that are all about him, his word, um, his laws. And for those of us that are intently walking 
out what the Father has given us to walk out according to the blueprint he put on the inside of us. Stay true. I struggle. Yes, I struggle. But my desire, my intent, what I walk out is to prove that I'm obedient. That's where that's where I need to be. The men listening in, uh, that you walk through those things, continuing to show yourself as being worthy to work out the blueprint that he put in you with the power that he uh, placed there to make it come to fruition. Whatever that task or task or talents are, He's giving you everything that you need in order to perform it. And now, like me and and others, we'll continue to walk that out. And so um, I'm going to uh, just uh, sign off at this point. And um, uh, Brother DL, it's been wonderful again. Michael, uh, the topics just continue to roll with depth. Uh, This is a study all by itself. Uh, what DL talked about with the power that's in that seed, that's a study by itself. There's not a lack of study here. And when I'm talking about study, it's meditation. It's, it's doing research. It's understanding our Father's laws, thinking about his laws, uh, so that in that day that arrives and when the world has considered that what has arrived on the earth is is beyond anything that they expected. Continue to walk out those instructions purposefully uh, to do what we're told and to make manifest those things that our Father has put in our set of instructions to make manifest to the rest of the world. And with that, um, I've enjoyed this broadcast. Uh, enjoyed the the topics and just the thought-provoking, self-inspecting kinds of discussions that we've had today because it it really continues to spur me on to show how much more work I have to do (laughs) and how much more learning uh, needs to take place in the things that he has shown us. So with that, I love you guys. Um, And uh, with that, Shalom. Shalom, Brother Dawid. Um, I've enjoyed it as always, man. And uh, Brother Mike, I'll I'll have to agree with Brother Dawid. Um, the subject matter, um, you know, the Father is really calling us to to really dig in and understand just in the simple things, the power that He's put in these simplistic seeming sorts of things. Um, the power that's in the seed is demonstrated, uh, you know, when he says, let there be light. The world knows that there was power involved with that. They call it a big bang. Uh, they said if that's what the origin of the universe was, it just came from this big random bang. No, it came from our father's power when he implemented his blueprint. Um, and the blueprint part of it is the part they can't understand. They just know that something very powerful happened um, in the beginning uh, to allow us to be here in this reality. So, bro, they, they know more than what they're saying. 
and you know this um the father's unwinding this for us um now but through their science and all of these sorts of things that they have available to them they understand that there was that that it took um an infinite amount of power and the only description that they could give it big bang you bang you know it just went boom in the beginning but we have deeper understanding through through our submission to what um what our father's done it's a seed-based economy just i mean uh ecosystem just like what you said so everything that happened um that's described in this book um is demonstrated throughout the creation that's what Romans says that's what it tells us that um the the hidden things of the father that demonstrated and the things that you see every day so when you go and talk about light bruh we're talking about what we are we're talking about what the father's trying to bring us back to and you know I think of um the gospel of John and I'll read a couple of passages from that um, in the beginning was the word the blueprint and the word or the blueprint was with the most high and the word was the most high the blueprint the same was in the beginning with the most high all things were made by him the seed and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life okay that's the power that it took to implement the blueprint and the life was the what the light the energy the explosion uh the the that that thing we just talked about that implements the blueprint in him was life and life was the light of man and the light shineth in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not so bro again you know we read this this is the reintroduction of the light that was introduced in Genesis uh, when it when it fell and he sent another seed here to 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 implement his plan bro I mean it, it's repetitive it goes over and over and over again and I bro I, I hope you know that the listening audience is getting that and that we're looking at ourselves and we're noticing or, or acknowledging in ourselves where uh, we're doing what this instruction, the seed is telling us not to do and getting ourselves together because it's going to be time for us to break out of this dirt soon. It's going to be time for us to get into the sunlight and to produce that fruit that was put inside of us. So, bro, again, loving the subject matter. Uh, my shalom to you. Um, you know, Brother Dawid, um, all of our brothers that are out there uh, and listening audience, uh, your brother DL is out. Shalom. Thank you, Brother Dawid, Brother DL. And um, I, I learned so much that Dumas, that, oh, man, 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 I, I'm going to read that even more and meditate on that. That's wonderful. And Dawid, I'm sorry, bro, I left your mic open, but I remember you said it was a Sounds of creation. Hello, Dawi. So geeky. I love it, Dawi. Dawi said there's a there's a wavelength of 7.23 centimeters or wavelength. So if you type in your search engine, as Dawi said, 7.23 centimeters, or or you could type in the sound of creation. And I'm reading this article called Transmissions Media, and it says as follows. Again, Transmissions Media. 
The article is entitled The Sound of, Cre- the Sound of Creation, October 1st, 2012. And the search engine, you can put in 7.23 centimeters or 7.23 um, wavelengths, whatever, and, and your search engine. And I got uh, here's what I'm reading real quick, guys. Everything in our world is a wavelength, sometimes called pattern or sin wave signature, or could even be seen as sound. All things, your body, planets, absolutely everything, are waveform. That's energy. That's light. Different spectrums of light. If you choose this particular way of looking at reality and superimpose that view over the reality of the harmonics of music, an aspect of sound, we can begin to talk about different dimensions. The dimensional levels are nothing but differing base wave, base rate wavelengths. The only difference between this dimension and any other is the length of its basic wavelength. It is just like a television or radio set. When you turn the dial, you pick up a different wavelength. Then you get a different image on your TV screen or a different station on your radio. It's exactly the same dimensional levels. This universe, and by that I mean all the stars and atoms going in, infinitely out and infinitely in forever, has a base wavelength of about 7.23 centimeters. You can pick up any spot in this room and go indefinitely in or in, in infinity out forever with, within this particular universe. In a spiritual sense, this is 7.23 centimeters wavelength is OM, the Hindu sound of universe. Every object in this universe produces a sound according to its construction. Each object makes a unique sound. If you average the sounds of all man, the objects in this universe, this third dimension, you, you get this 7.23 wavelength. Seven is a number of completion or, or perfection, if I can say that. So I'll stop there. This is for you to read. Okay, I, I encourage those of you that are in the seed of life um, to uh, broadcast to listen to this multiple times. Many of you do already. I hope you're not just listening like one and then calling a day because, brothers, you'll be held accountable. I've been asked to, to deliver this. You've had multiple years of science type of creation talk. So this is not foreign to you. You're familiar with it. So I encourage you to hold on to that because when the stars begin to fall or when you see the heavens shake or when you see this huge entourage of higher beings coming, what's in you should have that dumas, the word. To do that, I encourage you to to consider the word. And it says in Psalms 8, 4, what is man that you're mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? See, this is a, a our, the creator, Yahweh. He is beyond anything we can comprehend. He lives, his creation cannot contain him. He lives somewhere else, but he interacts with us because he loves his word, and he gave us his word. He gave Israel, redeemed Israel, who he is, that we can be a, a beacon a brand of image, not a faulty brand of Mercedes or images or Kellogg's, but a proper image built on integrity, built on love, built on discipline. That's the image of the Most High. To love the Father with all your heart, mind, and soul, to love your neighbor as yourself. 
That's the image he's building. And the world will always think our father's not good enough. But guess what? It's not our role to run after the world. Our role as sons is to stand and only hear one voice, not the voice of other people talking around us, what they think. One voice. So meditate in the word day and night. Hide it in your heart. Only hear his voice. And you'll know it because you'll find other men who will be attracted to hear the truth and they'll seek you out. Thank you for joining the brothers and I for this episode of Crying Cold for the Seed of Light. The universe and beyond is flat. It's called space time. Our Father did all this to prove his word, to prove his word in his image. The children of Israel, born again and redeemed. Shalom. I love you guys.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.